Alright, so I have gone back and forth over counting calories, whether or not they are beneficial or the best use of time for any fat loss or muscle gain changes, or if there are simpler ways to go about it. So in this episode, I'm going to cover, for those of you that are a fan, the top seven mistakes that you are probably making using online calorie and macro calculators, how to get better at the skill of measuring and tracking your calories without having to worry about whether or not you're doing it right. So if you're comfortable counting calories, you'll wanna listen to this all the way to the end to avoid these pitfalls, stay on track to eating better, feeling better, and looking better. Before we get into the show, don't forget to subscribe subscribe for updates on new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Leave a five-star review so this information reaches more EMS providers and help others who may be struggling with uh, some similar topics. All right, let's get into it. All right, guys, so not going to waste a ton of time. Alfred Wilson here, nutrition, fitness and nutrition behavior coach for EMS professionals. And today we're talking about calorie calculators. Now, there are a bunch of people that use these in different ways, which ones you use are really ultimately up to you and what you're comfortable with. But overall, these seven things that we're going to cover today are what actually matter for being successful and for staying consistent if this is something that you're going to use regardless of the nutrition protocol or type that you're going to do okay so let's get into it number one all right so counting calories after you've eaten them remember this is what you don't want to do and what is keeping you from making progress so your first one is counting calories after you've eaten them so um This is pretty common where you'll eat all day and then you'll go back at the end of the day and you'll try to count and remember how many calories you've had. No shot, you're going to get that right. On average, we are about 30% or better off from tracking as humans. So your ability, regardless of how you feel about it, to be able to track accurately is um, not that great. Just generally, it's not. But there are some things that you can do to try to lower that gap so you can get as close as possible. So three things in this area are to plan, prep, and document. So plan exactly what food you're going to eat because it, and going back a step, at any one of these spots on number one, you have the capability to log your food so you have it in there accurately. So plan what it is you're going to eat. You can even make a grocery list off of this in something like MyFitnessPal. And from there, you can see how many calories you're going to have, what the macro split is, and what your food's going to look like for the day before it ever goes into your mouth. Uh, Prep it. Then you get to prep it. This is the next area where you can say, okay, I'm going to make this meal, package it in this packaging, measure it out this way, and have it ready for when it's time for me to eat it. So entire five nutrition skills that you need to have planning is at the top of those skills so planning and then document if you haven't documented in the planning or preparation phases now is your time to do that so if your food is ready to go and you have it all set out and now you should document it so that way when you go the next day you can go ahead and do it 10-15 minutes before you get on facebook or instagram 
document the food that you're going to eat and you'll be good to go. Okay. Uh, number two, stressing over the extras in or on your food. So things that are super difficult to track, even more so than just food, is your sauces, your oils, your butters, things like that, that are really good for you nutritionally, but in certain amounts, but are challenging to track depending on what system you're using and your experience. So try not to stress too much over that. Do the best you can with the information that you have and leave yourself a little bit of a gap to make some errors because it's going to happen, right? Um, and consistency is going to win regardless. So give yourself a little bit of a gap where, oh, if I don't get exactly 80 calories of 80 grams of fat because I didn't have enough oil, but I got 75, I'd still call that a win. Or if you got 85 instead of 80, you're still close. Okay. You're still close. You can reflect back. What is it that you can improve? Maybe instead of a quarter of a cup, you do a third of a cup, whatever. And you can, you can kind of clear that up a little bit. So number three is drinking your calories and not adding them inappropriately. So things like protein shakes, creatine powders, BCAAs, they all run the gambit on how many calories they have available in them. So knowing what is inside of them and how much you have specifically can be challenging and making sure that you have a really clear understanding on what's on the label and how to square that up. So if you're going to drink it, make sure you track it correctly. Um, next is, this is number four. You are not weighing and measuring your food. So you track it, you log it in there based on the database list that's in my fitness pal, but you're not weighing it to see if what you're eating is actually what's it. It may look around about four to six ounces of meat and around about a cup of pasta, but you're not really sure because you didn't measure it. So I think this is important to do for people that are inexperienced with tracking and measuring and documenting food for a period of time, how much time until you feel like you have it. When is that? You get to decide that based on the results that you can attain and the practices that you put in place for that. So it really depends on you. Um, but it is beneficial to spend some time tracking and measuring your food out. Now, once you've done that, then you can start to kind of eyeball it and play around. But if you're not doing it on the front end, then you may miss out on an opportunity to improve in the amount of food that you're actually eating and not just tracking for the sake of tracking, but actually knowing and understanding how much food you are actually eating. Okay, um, number five. So we are more than halfway there, guys. Just a few more left. Let me know what you think so far. If you have any questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram. And uh, I'll be glad to answer them for you. And if you have any issues with any of this on the front end, especially the part like prepping and planning, um, we do, I do have a free guide. I will put a link in the bio down here. There's already a link. If you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get the free guide plus a seven day home workout program. But that free meal prep guide will take you through, I call it meal prep protocol, will take you through everything that you need to do to get started to prep your meals appropriately. And it covers a lot of stuff that we're talking about in here as well. So click the link in the description and you can get that guide. But what's next? Oh, number five. Okay. So you change your numbers every time your weight changes. So this happens a bunch because we're trying to get results super fast. And we think the numbers always need to be based off of either our goal weight or the weight that we were previously. It should be based off the weight that you started at. 
and then, and these apps know this, and then over time, as your weight changes, if you hit a plateau, or you're starting to feel stagnant, or you're starting to feel like, okay, I'm tired of doing this a little bit, maybe you need a mental break, then you can make some changes to go that way. But in the beginning, if it's working, don't fix what isn't broken. Keep doing it, keep consistent, until you experience the amount of weight loss that you're looking for or muscle gain that you're looking for, then any changes or adaptations you wanna make, you can do that. All right, number six, serving sizes. So how many servings are in a package? This was huge for me, like when I was, I don't know, 19, 20 years old, I was still eating cereal to try to gain weight, a bunch of cereal. And I looked on the package and it said that the serving size of a cup of a cereal was like a quarter cup or a cup. They were like frosted mini weights and I think it was a half of a cup was a serving size. And man, was that a small serving. It's like, this is not a lot of cereal at all. So understanding serving sizes is going to help you just know the volume of food. Same thing as measuring, right? And then look at how many servings are in a package. What equals a serving is going to give you some really good insight about the foods that you are eating, whether that be rice, beans, cereal, probably want to stay away from that, oatmeal, um, whatever the case may be. So you understand how many servings you're going to have or you can have in your planning, your preparing, and your eating process. And lastly, we made it, number seven, is consistency. So create a routine with these five things, six things in mind, and a rhythm that makes sense for you. Logging needs to happen as consistently as you can. If you want to take a break because it is tedious, it can get boring, then you take a break. You don't have to worry about it, but otherwise you should be able to go through this in a rhythm that makes sense for you, build great consistency, and from that consistency, and that positivity and the results, you'll get more results, which will make you more consistent, which will keep you going on and on and on. And that's what I got, guys. Those are your seven. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to share this episode. Leave a review. Also, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter. It's called the Weekly Dispatch. You can receive your free meal prep protocol there, along with the seven-day um, seven workout plan right from home. Um, I'll keep updating that stuff as I go for you guys to have more resources and more access to things to get you moving and keep you moving. And yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Appreciate your time. Stay strong, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Later.